This is a Media Lab podcast. Dave, if, if people listened to the ad read section on Friday, they would have known that the machine, in all its infinite wisdom, of course, we don't want to anger the machine here too much. Too late. Has asked us to talk about He's All That. No. A remake. No. And spirit, I guess, of no. She's All That. I, I, so that's what we're doing today. That's what we're doing no. today here, Dave. No. I have, I, well, I'm sorry. If you want to go talk to the machine, be my guest. I don't Dave. speak binary. You already know that. On a rinky dink spaceship headed back to Earth, Kyle and Dave are stuck on board with an evil machine. This giant robot is forcing them to watch films it picks. If they don't obey, then it'll be the end of the world. Again. This is mostly Kyle's fault, but he's not going to face an apocalypse alone, especially not on this ship that seems to be held together with tape and imagination. This is Kyle and Dave versus The Machine. Welcome to Kyle and Dave versus The Machine. My name is Kyle. And I'm upset about this. And I'm The Machine. This is a podcast where a sentient machine was forcing us to watch movies in order to prevent it from initiating the apocalypse. And then another apocalypse happened. Somehow it's used its powers to transport us across time and space. So now we're on our way back to Earth. The machine still threatens our lives if we don't review the films it asks us to. Again, Dave, it's the machine's fault. Yes. Although we do tend to talk about the ideas of the movie rather than the movie itself. And today, in this bonus episode, we are talking about He's All That. No. We're live here, and surprise, we're on the set of my boyfriend's brand new music video. Jordan! What are you doing? Okay, let's not freak out. What did you do to me? We're over, okay? Touch it! What? You're still alive. Oh, shit! Breakups are hard. I was humiliated. You're going viral in the wrong way. It will get better. Makeovers are my thing. When I first met him, he was 120 pounds of bad hair. Why don't you just make another Jordan? I will create the next prom king. You make it sound so easy. You don't think I can do it? No, but I do think it'll be fun watching you try. A bet? Oh. I'm in. Two other people you can blame for this is, of course, our patrons, Green Girl YYC, and it's a conspiracy podcast. It's not your fault. Say, it's not your I, fault. This is Kyle's fault. Yeah. I want to set the stage here a little bit because I feel, and I'm, I'm only speaking on behalf of the machine, so I apologize once again, but I feel that this is because we talked about the movie that this is a remake of. I don't anticipate us talking about, say, like sequels of movies we've talked about in the past. Well, maybe we'll have to have a conversation with the machine off mic for that. But definitely when these remakes happen, which seems to be happening a lot with some of the movies we've been talking about this season and last, uh, it makes sense for us to maybe to delve back in and see why these still remain culturally relevant, Dave. No. I should close this window. It's probably been very loud. You're such a professional. Let's go back in time and discuss a little bit of She's All That. What are your remembrances of watching that film? Uh, I don't remember. I remember that we, shit, am I mixing up with 10 Things I Hate About You? Did we think that this was fine? From going back and only listening to a little bit of it, I did not do the entire episode. Both of us agreed that it was much better than right. we either remembered or that it deserved to be. I think that's your exact words. This is better than it deserves to be. 
uh, but still not great. It ended up having a two and a half stars from us. I think we agreed that we both gave it the same grade. Do you remember the blissful days of 1999 when we agreed (laughs) on stuff? Yeah, it was great. Yeah. This is what I was thinking, but I, I was worried that I was mixing it up with 10 Things I Hate About You. So, uh, all I remember is that Paul Walker's in it and he's an mm-hmm. asshole. Freddie Prince Jr. is not a stud. And um, Well, I'll speak for yourself, but okay. I think we had uh, some issues with... I can't remember. I mean... Well, it's a, it's a dumb thing, Dave, and this is not just a 90s problem. This is like... So I will also say a broader romantic comedy problem, the way women are treated in Hollywood. It was that classic thing of like, you're hot like being shocked after they take the glasses off and let her hair down like right. we can't tell that already uh before that happens but she was caked in acrylic paint or yeah, something like you cannot be attractive if you're a painter no i mean we we've established that because you had actually seen that movie before we talked about it it was my first time last year watching oh, that movie so it was that. completely new context for me I was impressed with some of it. I, I do think some of the comedy just doesn't hold up anymore after now, I guess, 22 years. Uh, but there was some stuff that worked for me. It, it, again, it's a very 90s feeling film. And of course, you have to kind of work your way through that. But I would not say that it elevates the genre. I don't think it's even one of the best of the genre. What genre? Wait, wait, is it? Are we classified as a rom-com? Mm, I was. I actually would push more towards a teenage rom-com, which oh, is yeah, a subset okay. of romantic comedy, right, right. in my opinion. I mean, we were... Shakespeare we, adaptation. Exactly. We loved uh, 10 Things I Hate About You. So yes. I think that's a much better example of what this type of movie can be. Should have uh, been, yeah. Yeah, or could be. Anyways, this new movie has just debuted on Netflix called He's All That, has some of the same people involved in different ways. Mm. So, Dave... Let's go and watch that. No. Well, thanks to the sponsors. And then when we come back, we'll be talking a little bit more about He's All That. No. Dave, let's just try it. Let me take off my glasses. Whoa. Out of 10, what's the rating? Uh, Q. You son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess I'll just cry the rest of this episode. Uh. No, Kyle and Dave versus the Machine is, of course, a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, locally grown, community supported. The Alberta Podcast Network promotes and supports Alberta-made podcasts and connects their audiences with Alberta-based businesses and organizations. This episode is brought to you by Shift Podcast by Alberta Innovates. Shift showcases the work being done in the province's innovation ecosystem. Everything from Health to clean energy. You can join hosts Katie Dean and John Hagen as they interview with the researchers, entrepreneurs, and businesses that are shifting our perspectives about innovation in the province. A recent episode is entitled Creativity, Research, and Being an Entrepreneur. On this episode, this is from the description of the podcast itself. It says, a professor in the Faculty of Rehabilitation at the University of Alberta, Jana Rieger, is a medical researcher, an entrepreneur, and a novelist. And on this episode, we start by talking about her company, True Angle Medical Technologies, Jana's journey from researcher to entrepreneur, and the help that she and her partners received as they grew. We bring in Alberta Innovates Technology Development Advisor, Mike Ryu, who's been working with Jana and True Angle to discuss the role he played. You can find Shift Podcasts by Alberta Innovates on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And you can also find it at shift.albertainnovates.ca. That's Shift dot alberta innovates dot ca i guess i will go next kyle and talk about park power your friendly local utilities provider in alberta 
They offer internet, electricity, natural gas with low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your internet, electricity, and natural gas from. If you choose Park Power, you're choosing a positive local business. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local not-for-profits, with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference for their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owner, Chris Kozowski, and we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network, so it is a great fit. Learn more at parkpower.ca. Just jump on this horse here with me, Dave. <laughs> I mean, that's not the first time you've asked me to do that. All right, Dave. I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, give it to me because I saw <laughs> you basically fold in on yourself as we watched this movie together just I, now. Of course, we just watched it together just now. I'm so angry. Why? Yeah, that's all so, I got. Okay. I mean, here's the thing. If you were to look at the general consensus, both from critics and from viewers, you are on the same page as most people. Like, I think on Letterboxd, it still has like a 1.5. It has like 30 something percent on IMDb or something like that. Uh, But here's where I come from. I did not like this movie either. I want to be very upfront with that. At the same time, I don't really get the vitriol that people have for this movie like you have to thread the needle on how like american pie or she's all that is so much better than this movie this is not a teen comedy first of all because uh it's not funny and the other problem with this (laughs) is trying to be no it's really not okay let me let me put it this way i suppose why what why does this movie exist and what is this supposed to be about it is literally word for word the same film, but they just swapped genders. It's clearly directed by a man because the whole thing is just women in bikinis and shirtless dudes. The humor is fucking terrible. It stars apparently social media stars who are supposed to be hypocritically criticizing their social media stardom. The whole fucking thing is shot poorly. It's acted poorly. It's set up like garbage. The people are fucking obnoxious. There's absolutely no redeeming value any aspect of this car like i'm so angry kyle this is the most <laughs> I can angry see. i've ever I can, been i can hear your anger in your voice i, <laughs> I guess was shaking. i got i guess i got this some more out of it i again broad strokes agree with you i don't think i laughed except for the parts that did not involve the kids i actually thought matthew lillard in his like weird little cameo of like three minutes yeah. was great because he's the basically shit right. talking the like the guys and the girls and stuff like that it's like, that's fun sure. just being matthew lillard i actually thought that the guy's younger sister was actually really good fine she's fine. uh uh you can tell she's probably acted before i agree with you that this is a very <laughs> I love that broad... that's that's your that's the underlying note she's actually an actor <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it's well, I shouldn't say that because the main guy is on not uh, act, Cobra no. Kai. He's on Cobra Kai. Have you watched that show? No, I have not. It's not at all. Look, I'm going to upset some fanboys. It's fucking terrible. Let's see how many letters we get for you saying that. I was excited to watch it because sure. it went on Netflix. It's supposed to be Karate Kid. It's unwatchable. All right. Sorry. Anyways, I've not watched it. I probably will never watch it because it just doesn't interest me all that much. But he has some acting credits. Yes, the main characters, is and Ray, big on TikTok, YouTube, just released a single <laughs> that I listened to here Awful. earlier today. Oh, come um, on, man. No. I just have wanted some, to have context. Just I, have have no, I, I have no idea who she is. I'm too old to know who most of these people are. I think that her performance is not very good. And 
I am not going to be the one who degrades her as a human being. I don't think her performance in this movie is good. Perhaps much like a Arnold Schwarzenegger, if there was a director who knew how to use no, their talents, no, do they that. might be don't able do to. That. That's a maybe. I'm just saying in this movie, did not work for me. I think worse than that, I just don't think their chemistry is there. I think you could have maybe made this movie work if I thought they even liked each other uh, at all in this movie. And I, I never got there. Here's the modicum of credit I'm going to give to this movie. And you already shit-talked it, so you probably <laughs> don't agree with this. I actually really enjoyed the commentary on online celebrity. I what was not I was not expecting that to be there in, well, in quite well, in such your, a pointed way. In your uh, reading, I mean, I think that's a heavy <laughs> right. verb to use because, I mean, that would require this thing to be legible. What is it that was commented on? It's very perfunctory how they address it, but we see her from opening shot getting up, feeling faking like it. Yeah. faking it. Yeah, 100%. But yeah. I think that the movie knows she's also faking it. No, yeah, because yeah. That's supposed to be part of the character. Yeah. Part of the character and her growth over time. And by the end, it's like, no, we have to be like our true selves and stuff like that. And I think that it, what it really effectively does, specifically at the party, is shows how eager some of these stars are to prey on their young fans and how dangerous that can be and oh, how, how beholden to that algorithm those stars actually are as someone who fell in love with youtube from when it started in 2005 and saw that trajectory of so many of those stars fall from grace like this was a recurring issue that came up over and over and over again it was surprising to a lot of people and i've actually even read scholarly articles on this idea of parasocial relationships i felt that at least they were addressing it is it like the most amazing thing in the world no but i wasn't expecting them to do anything in in that realm whatsoever you have to realize too that i pushed play on this movie expecting me to give me like zero stars hated it and i was like oh this is actually more nope, than i was don't anticipating. Say it. oh fuck's sake it is a zero star movie and whatever credit you want to give it is thrown out by the hypocrisy of using social media people mm. to quote unquote comment on it so they can turn around and get more followers because they are in a movie about social media the whole the whole thing's a fucking punch in the face it's awful they, and the way it's shot so i mean my personal feelings about uh, what whatever generation is now gen q z is z, mostly what these are yeah you know so i'm old so that's fine I mean, it is shot so poorly. A, I think it was shot on iPhone. I'm pretty sure. It feels no. like it was shot on. It feels like it was shot on iPhone. Like, okay. It, it there's no stability in any of these shots. The way that everything is a wide angle, and then they superimpose all the shitty. Like it doesn't. It looks like an 80s, 90s superimposition of all the chat boxes. Why is there a Kardashian in this film? It's just the whole well, thing is a joke. Well, it's because works with the Kardashians. That's yeah. Why. Like that That's is a, the reason. So there's hypocrisy for you. This is not a comment on anything other than them making themselves, well, attempting to make themselves more popular in an already broken plastic world. And mm -hmm. I, I hate, I hate it. Hate. I don't know how many more, uh, <laughs> is there a different way that I can stress that? I think that there is a way to use social media stars to comment on social media itself i i don't automatically disregard the movie i disregard it because i don't think it's executed eventually 
to its fullest extent. But anyways, I just I was not expecting there to be even the slightest like bit of social commentary on this movie. I really honestly felt that like, this was going to be like, I don't know, fart noises for like two hours. Like, I really thought there was going to be throw horse that shit level. at each other. They, they do throw horseshit at each other. That is yeah. a thing that actually happens in this movie. And like cackle. Like, it's not even gross. They're just like, know, okay. <laughs> that's really funny. No, it's fucking disgusting. It's manure. <laughs> like, it's not cute. Yeah, it's not cute at all. I, it sounds like I love this movie and I really don't, but I just, I'm trying to be like <laughs> push the positive on one me. on this podcast. <laughs> the only other thing I will say that is another positive is actually how the uh, lesbian relationship happens inside this movie. So Plato, it's the exact same thing that happened in, uh, what am I thinking about? I Maybe the... Uh, Lindsay I don't think Lohan there's any movie? gay relationships in, in any of those the, movies. What's the Lindsay Lohan movie? The one that was actually when she was still human? Like uh, Mean Girls? Mean Girls. Is that mm. the one? Yeah, I think it's Mean Girls, right? Where he's got a gay and a secretly lesbian uh, like friend. And then, or no, I might think you have American No, you're Pino. thinking Easy A. You're thinking oh, Easy A. All right. Anyways, it's been played out before. It's not even that fun. I like that. The actress no, is okay. I, I, but... Yeah, no, I, what I'm saying is that it's, I don't think it's even played for laughs or anything. It, it's, it's just a thing that happens in the movie. And I actually much prefer that than say something that has recently come out like Jungle Cruise, where Disney gets to tout out like, it's our first openly gay character in our what? movie. And all that happens is there, there's a little, there's a scene with the rock talking to this character where he never says those words, but yes, is subtly hinted at that he's gay and wants to have a relationship with someone. Oh. It's the only time it's mentioned and so that they can cut it out when it goes to China. Like that is the, that's the only thing. And so at least here it's like, no, it is explicitly, this is what is happening in this movie. You, you know, I'm it's sorry that it's such a low but... bar that Hollywood has right now, but at least they cleared it. And I was like, yes, this is, this is what I want. You know, it's explicit that the only minorities in this film turned out to be the two lesbian mm -hmm. women who are going to, and everybody else is this fucking rich white person. I mean, we could maybe make a case for the evil bag but you know the the partially colored girl is evil like the whole thing is disgusting tired old and it's not it shouldn't well, I, exist yeah i think it shouldn't exist i think there's a reason for for that but uh here is some backstory here dave <laughs> please don't so he's all that premiered on august 27th 2021 <laughs> <laughs> only a few days ago it is currently rated 4.4 on IMDb. That's really high. 34% on Metacritic. Yeah. And on Rotten Tomatoes, from 37 critics, it's at 32%. Still and from high. 100 plus users, it's at 31%. Also high. Of course, streaming on Netflix. It's not going to make any money because it's not released in theaters, but its budget was $20 million. Well, they already made money. That's the problem with Netflix. I love Netflix, mm -hmm. but Kyle, we need to write a script because they will throw horseshit literally on a screen. Can we just even, make a movie called Horseshit and just yeah. see if they'll buy it from us? Listen, if we, if we send it in, they even gave me a thousand bucks, I would call it a huge win, right? We'd have to split that two ways. I, you know, 500 bucks and get a, you know, ghostwriting credit on a crap movie on Netflix. Great. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. Its plot description from IMDb is exactly this. <laughs> a teenage girl sets out to give a nebbish classmate the ultimate nebbish? high school... Nebish Kelasmate, the ultimate high school makeover, an updated remake of the 1999 film She's All That. It stars Addison Rae as Paget Sawyer, Tanner Buchanan as Cameron Queller, Madison Pettis as Alden, Peyton Meyer as Jordan Vendranen, or Drannen, Isabella Crovetti as Bryn Queller, Annie Jacob as Nisha, and Myra Malloy as Quinn. Do you know anything about these people other than no. that they're like all I, models? And stuff? I, well, I know one thing is that they should all never be in a film again. 
No, I'm, again, did not like Addison Ray. I can't say the same thing for most of the other people. They were fine. No. I don't. They were fine. No. The one thing, about, interesting thing about this uh, Tanner Buchanan guy from uh, Cobra Kai that I have discovered is that, uh, you know, that l- the little, like, um, kung fu stupid stuff that he does oh yeah yeah, at the yeah, party. yeah he is actually a purple belt in karate like he actually does know purple's not moves. that purple's not that high. i know but his okay. mother is a black belt like okay. his, his his mother apparently teaches karate and stuff like that so i thought that was kind of cool it was so cheesy that oh, they did this it's, thing it's cheesy right i, I think i think it's oh, the he watches worst. karate movies like, yes that, that's that's my it's like so wait whoa 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 this scrawny white kid just watches kung fu movies and now knows how to do all these moves. It's like, no, 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 I don't, I don't buy it. Written by R. Lee Fleming Jr. and directed by Mark Waters. In September of 2020, Miramax announced that they were doing a remake of She's All That, but with a gender switch. Reading between the lines, this feels, I, I, I don't know who came to them first, but it, I think it might have been either one of the Kardashians or someone else. They just wanted there to be a property that S and Ray could do. and figured why not just do a gender switch version of this old story that's what think, it feels like to me do you think the listeners can hear my pain right now the suffering the i suffering. know you can see it on the zoom screen but oh yeah they announced it with mark waters being attached to direct and arlie fleming was also announced i'm only bringing up the the writer so much here because he also wrote the original script for she's all that this guy's in his well, 50s yeah. And that's why I think why it feels so fucking weird because it's a 50 year old guy trying to write a movie for Gen Z's. Well, he didn't write it. It's literally the same movie. There's uh, no deviation. They didn't go to any hip jazz bar, Dave. From they my went memory. to like two house parties. <laughs> yeah. It's the same. Well, they did the flapper party, which is a jazz bar for Gen Z's, mm. right? It, it's literally the same movie. I mean, I obviously don't remember the first one very well because when you ask me, I don't remember it. But watching this, it was the same. I hope I forget. I mean, I mean it, yeah. I mean, but it's also based on Pygmalion, which is my fair lady. Like, this is a story that's been done over and over and over yeah. again, Dave. Like, I mean, I don't stop. mind it being like a retread of the same material. I think you can come at it with a, something original and still make it fun. This movie is not that. I'm just yeah. saying I don't mind it being a an adaptation of a previous thing. This podcast is actually based on Ulysses. So he's written a bunch of television shows, but his only other movie that he wrote was she's all that and uh, this 2001 movie called get over it don't know anything about that movie mm. mark waters is what i call a studio director or a journeyman director but i f- honestly do find his history kind of fascinating as a director because he starts off directing two films that basically bomb at the box office 1997 the house of yes starring parker posey and then the 2001 film, Head Over Heels, starring Freddie Prinze Jr. But then he makes this string of box office hits. Whether you like them or not, they made money. So we have the Freaky Friday remake with Jamie Lee Curtis. Mean Girls. Uh, Just Like Heaven with Reese Witherspoon. The Spiderwick Chronicles, which I saw in theaters. And then Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, which was the, one of the last uh, Matthew McConaughey rom-coms. Oh, and then he did Mr. Popper's Penguins the Jim Carrey movie. He made money for the studios with all those films from like medium to like large box office returns. Then he makes a bunch of bombs. Uh, Vampire Academy, Bad Santa 2, does Magic Camp, which premiered on Disney Plus last year. And it's then actually now fun for a family movie. Boy, now oh. your credit credit is completely ruined, Dave. Loves just Magic Camp. Loves yeah. Magic Camp, apparently. Yeah. It's, it's a 
it's a bad movie, <laughs> but it's fun to watch with your kid because mm-hmm. it's Disney straight to video. Yeah, straight to video stuff. I mean, this just reading over his like body of work. Like I like Mean Girls. I actually like Mean Girls quite yeah, a bit. I also Girls have a I have fun with the Freaky Friday remake as well. So mm-hmm. it's not like he he can direct it, but I don't think his like his his stamp of authorial intent is ever in his films. He's kind of just there to tell them where to put the camera, <laughs> I think, and then it goes home. We can tell him where to put the camera now. No. Um, no. Okay. There are some things I did write down. So let me just go through these here quickly. <laughs> Because Dave is going to shut this off like after five more minutes. Uh, the timer, yeah. I got not a lot of time. Oh, this is, this is the big thing, though. You are Tanner Buchanan in this movie. I was cackling at like the the stuff that is coming out of his mouth. There's like, that's Dave Young. Dave Young would actually say that <laughs> verbatim. He's a photographer, Dave. He's into Kurosawa. He hates everything around him. He has a voice of an angel. Like, come on. This guy is you if you were white and I, 20 years old. Right. And had uh, and fi- had fake hair. I know nothing about horses, but I was born in the year of the horse. So it's nice. just, it's all coming together, man. <laughs> it's like everything you do is stupid. Why would you ever take a photo with your phone and post it online? Blah, blah, blah. Like, <laughs> It was David Yun the entire oh time. God. Did you know that they actually throw real shit at each other, Dave, in this movie? Please tell me that's, that's both not, not true, true and true. That's not it, true. I forget if this is a, a, a quote that he says in the movie, uh, but something I've heard that I kind of agree with, people who film themselves crying are psychopaths. Mm. And I straight up believe that. And you see that with like the douchey guy who I think is a, like, supposed to be like the Logan Paul a caricature inside of this movie okay see i'm even more hip than dave is everyone who's listening to this i could make the argument that i'm the most hip because i don't need to know who the fuck these people are no you don't i feel okay about myself most of the time except at Uh, night i don't like you at any time of day but that's another thing that i thought was interesting like the fact that he's trying to have this emotional moment this is the the really dumb guy with the bleach blonde hair who hits on like pre-pubescent girls, but he's having an emotional moment. He like starts to cry and it's like, aren't you filming this? Which having gone to VidCon, which is like the YouTube conference, I have actually seen happen in real life. Like this is a psychopathic thing that happens with some of these quote unquote influencers. But isn't that, I mean, so number one, yes. I mean, uh, we if we want, I don't want to spend this much time on this. We can make a separate episode where I go off about the concept of social media and how it's destroying our very lives. But uh, let me go back to the hypocrisy of this film. Isn't that what this vehicle is for this Addison person? Yeah, I think that this is very much like the gross things I always have to hear. It's like, this is growing her brand. Now she can branch out into movies and she's music and has TikTok and YouTube. Well, I don't think there's anything wrong with like doing different projects. But I think what I agree with you with is like, don't also be like, I'm above altruistic and above it all. If you're going to do that, it's It's like just. Own it, I guess. Yeah, if you're going to lean into it, lean into it. And then I don't have to pay attention to you anymore. And you don't have Mm -hmm. to pay attention to me because I'm not your target audience. But putting a weird, it's not even a remake, like a regurgitation of a lost late 90s film as a vehicle to make, I don't even know what TikTok is, right? Like, (laughs) what is it? Okay, Honestly. Well, we're going to be starting TikTok. And people like synchronize their dancing and then millions of people watch it. It's fucking ridiculous. That's what it used to be, actually. That's actually not what TikTok is anymore. What is it now? But short videos. It's short videos. Defend it, please. I'm not defending. I'm just saying it's short (laughs) videos. Everyone says it's like dancing videos. And that is what she is known for, Addison Rae is. 
but that is what when it used to be called musically that was the only thing you could do is upload lip syncs and dancing now you can upload any type of short form video so it's slightly different than that can i add one more asshole comment if she's known for dancing on tiktok why is the dancing so bad in this movie yeah, I have no comment on that because I can't actually tell bad dancing from good dancing, apparently, because it always looks the same to me. You're a theater major. I am. Yeah. You should know better. The dance they break at the terrible. end is fine. It was oh. fine. It's like I mean, they clearly were the least trained and most awful dance battlers. Like their mm-hmm. supporting cast are a collection of like break dancers and professional dancers. But you know, whenever you see that, especially Oh, with you're talking directors. about like like the main cast dancing. Yeah, the whole battle scene at the prom or whatever it's fucking awful yeah well i don't know again i don't see how that's any different than any other pop dance break that i've ever seen in my entire life but you know hire real dancers sure uh but i will say this is such modest like praise i'm throwing at it i do like the fact that they call out the fact it's weird that they have these dance breaks at their school because that's something we talked about in the first movie because there's that weird dance break that happens at the end in our episode that we record like why is there a dance battle in this movie so i'm actually kind of glad that this movie called it out of like why do we have this tradition and then they did it anyways so the only time besides matthew lillard that i actually laughed was when the The main guys no 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 uh that was an weird. awful yeah what an awful awful thing to build into a character an ugly fat asian dude for no reason either burns like, his there's, hand right there's no reason to have that in there but no it's the uh his sister is i forget what she's doing she was cleaning up something he's like why is there skittles in your room and he says because i dropped skittles and it's such a great anti-joke there's like why, oh why God, is this Kyle. Why is this in there? It's it's like a Norm Macdonald joke is what that felt like to me, who I think is the master of like saying something that's not funny, but making it funny. It's a really, it's a weird. You tried so subset. hard to like this movie. It's making me upset. Yeah. No, I'm not. I'm not <laughs> Even with them breaking up and the snot bubble and that kind of all inciting action. I don't actually believe that she would lose the amount of followers that they say that she's losing. I don't buy that as a setup to this movie. Secondly, though. Apparently, uh, it's Courtney Kardashian, right? I think that's who, who that is in the movie. Yeah. One of the Kardashians, when she's on the phone, the snot bubble is a big no for the brand. But like Teenage Fight Club is perfectly okay. <laughs> it was such a weird disconnect to me. Like, What's well, uh, the reinforcement of old male and female tropes? The, mm-hmm. the female is only popular when she's plastic and the guy's only popular when he can beat another dude up. Kyle, it's like archaic. Like what? Why, <laughs> Tales why does all this, this time, exist? Kyle. Tales all this time. Why does this exist? Right? These are kids that are supposed to be woke, right? This is the next generation of people who are supposed mm-hmm. to like be so sensitive to each other and fucking like everybody's everybody and everything works and holding up their fists and going to marches. They're fucking idiots. Every single person involved in this should never make a movie again. It's, <laughs> it's, it's awful, right? It's upsetting. I just like the fact that your go-to is like, I didn't like this movie, so they should never make a movie again. Well, <laughs> I've like, never said that. Completely. I've never said that about any of the other sort of actual film projects. Pretty sure you've right? actually said that before in the past, but... <laughs> this, this is a travesty. You said that about Walter Matthau, beloved Walter Matthau. Yeah, leave him on the stage. He is uh, not good on film. 
He should have been in this movie. That's what they should have done. He might have they been. They swore in this movie, Dave. Was I a fucking bet? <laughs> this, There's a callback. It's verbatim. Callback? No, it's the same script. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> somebody should just overlay them and see if it's even shot for shot. I mean, I, I don't remember the first movie that well, but I have a suspicion that it's not that far off. Anyway, this movie is not good. I will say, though, one thing. I always love that song, Kiss Me. This is a redo. I forget who the artist is who remade the song for this movie. But in a better movie, this is literally completely my jam with that song playing and him riding in on a horse. Are you kidding me? Like, I would be like, I would be over the moon if this was in a better movie. I'd be like, thank you. This is like perfect Kyle catnip for me. It didn't work in this movie because I didn't care by the end because I was just like, I just want this movie to be over. I I don't really like any of these people. The jokes don't work for me. The 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 romance doesn't work, and our main actress can't act very well. So how stupid and contrived that he shows up on a horse and his sister's behind him in a truck. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. I mean, if you're gonna throw a horse what, you're gonna, in, you're fine. gonna go ride him down the interstate. What are you doing? Well, no, that's the whole. That's my whole point. Is that she could just fucking drive him, and he could just be in the parking lot. Why is there a horse? Because they met while riding Throwing horses. Shit, Dave. Bring the shit. Throw the shit at her. I mean, Make the wheelbarrow shit. Throw it at her. <laughs> Love it for shit. Come on. Yeah. I mean, if you want a comedy, a modern comedy, that, that would work better than this, right? Mm-hmm. Love it for shit. And the whole thing revolves around them meeting in a manure stall. That's how Dave and Carl actually met. I think if there's any last things I wanted to say. No, I think, I think that's it. <laughs> We're done here. Uh, the machine does say that we have to wrap up this bonus episode here, Dave. Normally we ask, does this hold up and is it still culturally relevant? Which seems worth ask for a movie that came out three days ago. No and no. Yeah, I'm just saying no and no. I, I, again, I don't think anyone is going to be talking about this movie in two months, let alone like 20 years from now. Although I have to say, I mean, the fact that she's all that has such like cachet in the world of Hollywood still is interesting to me. Well, you I don't just randomly pick a movie to remake it if it's not being viewed on Netflix a bunch of times. I was kind of thinking about that too, and I, I don't know. That movie hasn't held any weight in cultural significance, except that Rachel Lee Cook came out because of Weinstein. So mm-hmm. uh, we get a reflection that her career was kind of broken by perverts. And I have a feeling that because uh, if you're saying the Kardashians built this, they're our age. So yeah, they would true. remember this garbage right yeah i think there's probably a confluence here of like yeah um, rachel coming back into it i i will say honestly and i mean this i know you're not a big rachel lee cook fan here dave but uh i don't mind her as the mother i thought she was good i actually and this because i am old 30 minutes into the movie it's like i actually would rather watch the movie about her mother than watch this movie about the daughter that's like she has she's much more interesting as a character i just think hell and i were waiting for this to actually be one of those stupid things where it's like it's the same person grown up, but right mm. from the start, it's a nurse. You're like, oh, they didn't, they just didn't. That's a no. big whiff. I mean, that's a very simple thing to just kind of bring it all together and then twist it. It's yeah. like, uh, there was a remake actually. Is it Valley Girl? Valley Girl. Oh, yeah, a yeah, remake. yeah. That's actually better than this. It's pretty good. It's pretty watchable. Okay. Okay. That's uh, good, because, good recommendation. Yeah. I mean, they do that thing where it's like, it's the same person, it's their daughter and they're kind of like, re- they're, they're playing with it. At least there's some right. thought process. What's Freddie Prince Jr. doing that he couldn't be in this for right? like two minutes? <laughs> uh, we looked it up when we did. She's all like, like voice work and stuff like that. Yeah, but... he does like a bunch of voice work. Yeah. 
I just feel like, like he, he, could, he was filmed in California. It's not like he couldn't come down the street <laughs> and like film it literally for five minutes and then peace out. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. There's this is just not a missed opportunity because it should never have happened. But if you were gonna do it, at least put some effort into mm. it. I mean, I know they spend money apparently. Although I'm convinced it's shot on iPhone, but uh, <laughs> it's not good. That is what Dave and I thought. What do you think? You can send any feedback to Kyle and Dave vs the machine at gmail.com. Actually, honestly, if there is anyone listening to this that is like a huge fan of this movie, I want to hear from you and let <laughs> us know. I tried to be like the positive one, but I ended up really not liking this movie very much. You can also find us on Twitter or Instagram with the handle KDVSTM. And if you want to see the entire list of films we've watched and the ratings we've given, you can go to our letterboxed page, letterboxd.com slash KDVSTM. And if you want to support us monetarily so that we can continue doing this podcast and not usher in the apocalypse, you can go to our Patreon page. There's a link in the show notes of this episode. You can support for as low as a dollar a month. Of course, we do not want you to donate if it in any way causes you financial hardship. Something that you can do for absolutely free is to leave a rating and review on whatever app you use for podcasts. You're giving it zero, Dave? Yes. Can we do negatives or? No. No. You are going to hate me so much. Don't do this. Because again, I uh, fundamentally, like I didn't be like better, this movie. Be better I than didn't this. like this movie, but fundamentally, I just don't see it as being all that different from the original She's All That. Like, don't I just do don't this. see it fundamentally different. I gave She's All That a 2.5. This is worse than that. So I'm giving it a two. Is Holy what I'm giving fuck, it. Kyle. But like, this is not, again, maybe Million Dollar Duck has just ruined me. I don't <laughs> see it as being. This that is bad. worse than Million Dollar Duck. No, it's not. It, absolutely, it is. I would, it's I would, so pick, I would pick to watch this. I would pick this to watch over that movie. You would watch this movie again. I will never watch this movie again. But if I had to choose between yeah. this and like Million Dollar Duck or like Eight Millimeter that we watched like uh, last year, yeah. or I really didn't like uh, that one Julia Roberts movie that we oh, watched. Right, the where she's rich and Runaway oh, Bride. Runaway Bride. Bride. I don't know. Did we watch two? It doesn't matter. They're all yeah, the same. Yeah, but I liked Notting Hill. You didn't like Notting Hill, but I really liked same Notting movie. Hill. Uh, yeah, Runaway Bride was fucking terrible. Or what was that British rock and roll movie? That was pretty bad. Oh, but yeah. This is yeah, yeah. much worse than all of them. Mm, see, I just don't. See, this but, is where okay, I feel like you... I'm disconnected by. It's like, I just don't see it being, I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Didn't like it, but it's like the mm-hmm. way that people are going on about it, it's like, I just feel like I watched a different movie because I didn't think it was that bad. Of course, I've also been rewatching all the Godzilla movies this week. <laughs> so this is absolutely not Son of Godzilla or <laughs> All Monsters Attack. They're fucking awful. Like, they're just hard to get through. So maybe I'm just inured to this. Because, like, at, least it's, at least it's not Son of Godzilla, <sighs> which makes me want to actually go out and murder puppies. I hate it so much. So I was so angry. Last night, I mean, we just watched it, Dave. We just I was watched so it. angry just now turning it off. I felt like I, I think I clenched more watching this than I did mm. watching Straw Dogs. <laughs> you did it. Yeah, this is literally impossible. I'm like sweating. I haven't oh you ever God. heard me yell this much on an episode? No, I'm I know. Like, I know. I'm pretty angry. Well, we're gonna be watching Get Carter this Friday, so <laughs> tune in for that normal episode. And we'll see if they want to remake any of the other 90s movies that we've watched uh, going forward. I'm, I can't wait for the Runaway Bride remake. Oh, my God. R- Runaway Groom? That's what they should do now. Just go through 99 and just gender flip every single everything. I'll just put this out there. It, the problem is not the gender flip. The problem is just that this exists because it's just poorly, poorly made. If you want to do that, just do it correctly as in, you know, with a writer. 
don't get a 50 year old writer to write a Gen Z movie. No. I think it's the biggest thing. Or at least bring in a consultant or something. You know, I wouldn't even be surprised if his name's on it and this is just written by the Kardashians. Because like, <laughs> it, there's no, there's nothing in it. All right. Bye. <laughs> I don't like you at any time of day.